This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Leo Sianacek is not often performed in Manila, and it is his music that pianist Kai Ledamo brings home. Currently studying and teaching in Iowa, Ledamo did visit the Philippines last year, following three years in the United States. Unsurprisingly, he was positively inundated with offers to perform, but with only three weeks in the country, there really was no time to get on stage. Fortunately, those requests did not fall on deaf ears. Ledamo answers them this May 27, when he plays for the HSTL Foundation. Recently, he joined us in an online interview to give us a preview of the music he will deliver, which ranges from the deceptive simplicity of Janacek's On an Overgrown Path to the explosive bravura of Franz Liszt's opera transcriptions. Of course, Ledamo doesn't just tell. He shows, or more accurately, performs. Here are our evenings, Blown Away Leaf and Come With Us, from Leo Janacek's On an Overgrown Path, Book One, in the hands of pianist Kyle Ledamo.
Good afternoon from our side of the Pacific. Good midnight. <laughs> Good evening over there. Thank you again for joining us on Maestro Filipino. First off, how and why did you become part of this concert? This is, if I'm not mistaken, the first time you'll be performing in the Philippines in five or six years. Although this is not your first concert with HSTL. Um, no, it's not my first time. Yeah, it's not. This wouldn't have been realized without the support and uh, generosity of Dr. Rene Limhoko and the Henrietta Saideko Tayenko Limhoko Foundation, and also with the help of uh, Mr. Joseph Uwe. So I met Dr. Rene Limhoko when I participated in the competition named after his mother, the Henrietta Saideko Tayenko Limhoko Piano Competition in 2016 where I won the Rene Limpoco Special Prize, and I was one of the winners for the best interpretation of the contest piece. So I just kept in touch with uh, Dr. Limpoco, and after I won the competition, he sponsored me a trip to attend a music festival, an international summer academy at the University of Music and Performing Arts in Vienna, Austria, in 2017. And since then, we've been contacting and planning for concerts So last year, I was home, actually, in the Philippines. It was three years since the first time I got here in the U.S. That homecoming was, you know, a surprise for everyone. And I didn't play any concerts. I was there for only three weeks, and it was, you know, for my family. Because it was three years, I haven't been home. And actually, many people invited me to play concerts. But, you know, the time was so limited. So when I got back here in the U.S., and I planned to be home this summer again, so... But this time, I'll play concerts, and um, Dr. Limhoko reached out to me if I could, you know, do a homecoming recital. He'll organize, and since he donated a new concert grand, Steinway Hamburg, so that would be great, and I'm so excited about it. So actually, the first plan was for me to play a concert next year. As mentioned in my previous interview, was to play 70-75 minute all list opera transcriptions. But then I think it would be good for me to play a concert this <laughs> summer. And I mean, not wait a year. And since I've gotten invitations, not just from Dr. Limhoko, but as other organizations also. So I'm excited about this concert. You did mention that this is not yet the 75-minute list opera transcription concert that is still in the future, although a few list transcriptions are here. It's an interesting program. The list transcriptions, of course, Chopin, Beethoven, and Janáček, who mm-hmm. isn't a very common guest on Filipino concert stages. So uh, why did you choose these pieces? Well, Janáček is not often heard in the Philippines. I played this in a recital, so I'm in the doctoral program right now at the University of Iowa. And my first degree recital, I've played his On an Overgrown Path. This has two sets, but the book one has 10 pieces. But I'm only playing the first four movements. This was composed in the early 1900s. And I first heard of this piece in a music festival at the Rebecca Penny Piano Festival held at the University of South Florida in Tampa, where I worked during summer as a staff. It was Jerome Lowenthal who conducted the masterclass. And Jerome Lowenthal is, you know, the legend. And he still teaches at Juilliard and he's in his 90s and he still can play very well on the piano. So I first heard one of the participants played this piece. 
And I loved it and it caught my attention really. And I told myself that, you know, I should really play this. And that was right after I finished my master's. And so when I started my doctoral studies here at Iowa, I started learning the piece, reading, uh, learning more about Janacek. And it's really wonderful, beautiful music. I've had success with it actually in many competitions. I think I played it three or four competitions. And despite the simplicity and it's not technically demanding, but then the music taught me many possibilities to bring out tons of colors in the piano since it has lesser notes. The attention of Janacek just directly hits the listeners or something, even if you hear it like the first time. And it's based off of Moravian folk songs. And yeah, so that's how I got into the music of Janacek. And a significant part of this concert is the list transcriptions. Why the interest? At this point in my career as a musician, as an artist, as a pianist, I am always interested in programming works that offer friendly and brilliantly catchy melodies, especially that I love playing recitals, concerts with audiences that are not professional musicians. And I just find these pieces really connect more effectively. And my experiences in playing these types of music showed me that music is really an act of communication. So for me, it's not about perfecting a performance, but it's about the connection that you make to your audience. I've played the Reminiscences de Norma together with the Janacek on an overgrown path for my first recital. Those are And this opera were based on the genre bel canto, which means beautiful singing, and it's just wonderful to play. You know, in fact, Liszt made these operas famous before the original operas themselves made it to stages, because it's easier to play on the piano than, you know, having the whole orchestra and whole cast. A significant part of this concert is the Beethoven, along with it, the Chopin. Well, the Beethoven one is always a favorite of mine. I mean, one of my favorite sonatas, and maybe for now, my favorite Beethoven sonata of the 32 sonatas. There's just some spiritual element in it. And for me, it's a one whole sonata, even though it's divided into sections, into movements. But the third movement of the sonata is very special. It's very original in structure. And I think uh, Beethoven was very much into Bach when he wrote this piece. It's one of his late works. And there's this Arioso, Dolente, lamenting you know, music. And with all this fugue, it evokes, you know, Beethoven was like exhausted in this slow section. He ends his piece triumphantly. But the most interesting thing is it's based on a motif, the very opening that he just develops throughout the sonata. On the fugue, when he returns it towards the end, he just inverts the theme upside down. It's very deep Beethoven. And I think when I would play it, maybe after 30, 40 years, it's going to be different. But it's that sonata that you should continue playing. And the Chopin yes, uh, yes. Fantasy in F minor, opus 49, I played this piece in my master's. It's a good introduction before I go into my second half of the program. Because this Chopin is also one of Chopin's later works. I find this piece that it's a culmination of the earlier works. There was a festival here where I was invited. And I didn't realize that one of the audiences approached me after I 
acquired the piece. And that person told me that he heard an etude here, the nocturne here, the ballad in this fantasy, which is really good. And also I've read some accounts that some people call this as his fifth ballad. Chopin only published four ballads. The texture is very Lyscian in style. That's why I find this perfect to bridge the Beethoven, Chopin, and <laughs> Liszt. You did mention that performing is not just about you mastering the music, but connecting with the audience. And I, I think that's not just the performer in you speaking, but also the teacher. On the topic of connecting, what do you want your audience to take away from your concert? And since you will be giving a master class, if there's one main thing you want to impart, what would that be? I must honor the composer's intent, but I always fuse this with my own personal stories that I try to translate through the sound and give my audience a human experience, something that is unique and original and genuine at the moment when I'm playing the music. For me, it's always about the sound. I was in the phase that I was polishing my technical abilities and playing the piano. Um, but now I realize that it's the sound that's the most important when you play the piano and play these pieces. I always try to find the right sound, being flexible. My experiences in competitions is that when it's open to the public, um, many of the audiences actually were not musicians and they just approached me after I played that, you know, you really communicated well the music through the sound, even if they don't know the title, they don't know the composer. So it's always about that storytelling that's the most important thing for me, something that I can clearly present through my music.
pianist Kyle Damo in The Madonna of Friedeck and The Barn Owl Has Not Flown Away. The fourth and tenth pieces from Leo Sienacek's On an Overgrown Path, Book One, recorded as a doctoral recital at the University of Iowa. Earlier we heard Our Evenings, Blown Away Leaf, and Come With Us from that same collection. Redamo performs those works, as well as Beethoven, Chopin, and Liszt, in his upcoming concert hosted by the HSTL Foundation. The event happens May 27, Saturday, 7 p.m., at the Ayala Museum. For ticket information, contact 0927-954-0053 or send an email to josephui2004 at yahoo.com. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel, and thank you for listening.